turning inward, we recognize the stillness, the peace that is spirit, knowing that everything God is, I am. Everything spirit is, you are. We are that divine essence. Realizing that ever-present availability of spirit and the divine qualities. I know that each one of us already has everything we need. Our availability and acceptance to that divine presence is all that is required. Knowing that this is the truth, I relax. Knowing that each one of us today hears and feels and experiences exactly what we need in order for that next step in our evolutionary consciousness. Knowing my word has power and poise and is filled with action I simply release, knowing all is well. And together we affirm this by saying, and so it is. Amen. Good morning. Thank you, Cherie. That was beautiful. So we're going to start with our music. How's that? Barbara loves music. We'll do this just for you, Barbara. <laughs> Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration. Lift your voice and sing your part.
So stay standing up so that you don't have to be like, well, I won't name any groups that kneel and get up. <laughs> We're going to go right into our upbeat chant for the month, Prayers for Freedom. Here we go. probably knows me so I'm Diana Johnson I'm the minister <laughs> uh, pastor spiritual director here at Mystic Heart Spiritual Center and we welcome you home to our community and we welcome you home most of all to your own mystic heart each one of us has our own answers this is just designed to help you dive into yourself and find them that's what we're here for so feeling enlivened and connected by the connection of our voices this morning, we take a moment to acknowledge our oneness with spirit. We begin each week with our conscious conversations by connecting to our global community, coming to raise our awareness yet again of how connected we are to everything. And so... I invite you now to, if you're comfortable closing your eyes for a moment, to envision with me a web of consciousness, a field of intelligence that encircles the planet. In reality, it goes out far beyond that, but we'll just start with the planet Earth. And seeing yourself as a brilliant point of light right here, right where you are, in this space, in this moment, and feeling that light that you are radiating from you so that it reaches out beyond your physical form. And acknowledging that each and every person, with no exceptions, carries that divine light. Each one of us shining in our own unique way, perfectly, intentionally. And begin to notice how your light is enmeshed with the light of all of those around you. A 
and now extending that awareness to every creature, every non-human creature, acknowledging within every creature the light of spirit shining forth. And not just every creature, but every plant, no matter how big or small, every rock, every grain of sand, all of the soil on the planet, alive, supporting us, every drop of water shining forth with this radiant divine light. Can you feel how the light that you are is so interconnected? It's, it's beyond interconnected. It's all one light. There is no separation. With the light of all beings, we are all indeed connected. We are all one life. We are all one light. And so feeling this deep sense of connection, we intend and know that our time together this morning benefits the whole, benefits all of creation. Just this little bit of time that we spend connecting. The time we spend acknowledging the deeper truths. The time that we spend acknowledging our responsibility to one another and to the care of our beautiful planet Earth. And whether you choose to share your thoughts in conscious conversation or whether you choose to just sit and listen deeply and soak in all that is spoken or maybe a little of each. Let's just jump into our topic for today. The rest is up to you. That is the topic for today. The rest is up to you. <laughs> oh, that came out funnier than I thought it <laughs> Okay, so how many of us in this room get plenty of rest on a regular basis? Okay, a couple. Yay. I'm getting way more than I ever used to. How many feel like you could probably get a little more rest or do a little better job with your resting? No sleeping here, please, <laughs> if you don't mind. So the master teacher, Yeshua, said, come unto me all who are heavy, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I teach from different traditions. This week is going to be Jesus. He's, he's my bud. <laughs> what is the rest that he's speaking of? Probably laying down your burdens. Okay, laying down your burdens. Maybe an inner calm, inner peace. Okay, inner calm, inner peace. Contentment. Contentment, yeah. 
So who's the me he's speaking of? I mean, it's, it's written, it's attributed, and we don't know for sure if these are actual, you know, it's all part of a story, and that's fine. But it's a story that teaches truth. So in this story, who is he talking about when he says, come unto me, all who are heavy laden? God. God. Or the Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness. Him as spirit. Okay, so Jesus as Christ consciousness. And he spoke the words that each of us have that. That's what he taught. These things that I do, you shall do and more. So he's referring to that infinite, that greater power, whatever you want to call that. That's what he's speaking to. So what does it mean to rest in God? Rest in that infinite power. Faith. To have faith that there's something bigger going on here and that it's unfolding for the highest and best whether it looks that way or not. Yeah, faith. Anything else come to you when you think of resting in God? You said already laying down your burdens, being at peace. Grace comes to me. Grace. So being in the flow of grace that is always available. It takes, it takes an embodied faith, though. I mean, I can believe that God's got my back. Mm -hmm. But to live that way does take courage. It does take courage. It definitely takes courage. <laughs> because sometimes it does, the appearances are not so pretty sometimes. Amen. Have, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> so we've already said that it, it refers to getting away from your burdens and your troubles perhaps. Maybe it also refers to getting the rest, the actual physical rest that we need so that we can be attuned to that deeper presence. If we're overly tired, we get wrapped up in worldly things and sometimes we forget to just be quiet. Does it mean the rest that comes from having weathered some kind of a storm in your life and still being here to tell the story. Just kind of that, ah, it's over, I did it, I'm here. So that's another kind of rest that we might talk about. So many of the things we look at needing to rest from are kind of negative burdens and troubles and difficulties in the world. God's rest goes much further, and we've already talked about grace and faith and peace. So we're looking really at these things today. In the Sacred Yes, uh, a book by Reverend Deborah Johnson, she is, uh, this is a book of her sitting down with her journal and listening for guidance and then writing down what God says to her. So that's, that's what these words are meant as. The voice says, my rest is whole and complete within itself. 
my rest is not about getting away from anything. My rest is about coming to me. The infinite power, God, spirit. My rest is that place of restoration where your mind, your body, and your soul are rejuvenated, revitalized simultaneously. So here's the great news. We don't have to be at a point of exhaustion to find that rest. We don't have to wait until we're just burned up, wiped out to get that kind of rest. This rest is not about relaxation or deep slumber or inactivity. We can find this rest in the midst of our hectic or busy schedule. We can find this kind of rest because it's inside of us. It's our attitude. It's where we place our attention and our focus. It's not outside of us. We carry the potential to be at rest, at peace with us wherever we go. God's rest is about being at peace, which is a state of mind, a state of being, a condition of consciousness that is continuously available. It's a prayer without ceasing. God's rest infuses every thought, or can, if we allow it to, every word and every action. Because a state of being encompasses the whole person. It encompasses our physical state, our mental, emotional, and spiritual state. It's who and what we are in the world. It's how we walk through our lives. It's the energy that we put out, goes before us when we walk into a room. That's our state, what we carry with us. Whether we bring joy and smiles to people's faces, or whether people turn and <laughs> hide from us when we walk through the door. But <laughs> Buddhist author John Kabat-Zinn wrote a book years and years ago, and he called it, Wherever You Go, There You Are. That's your state. Okay. So what if Jesus was calling the people of his time to pay attention to their states of being? What if he was saying, wake up and pay attention to the energy that you're carrying and bringing forth into the world? Maybe he was offering a transcendent place in consciousness, an example of how to transcend the earthly stuff to ascend to a place of rest. It's funny, you think of rest as lying down, but this rest is ascending. It's moving above seeing the world from God's eyes and being at peace. Notice he said, come unto me and I will give you rest. This implies action on our part. It's not automatic. We have to turn our attention toward that divinity within. Action. 
<laughs> I wrote here as I'm writing, oh, not again. <laughs> More action. Ah! So what does it mean to come to God or higher power or inner wisdom? What does that say to you? What does that remind you to have to do if you're thinking action? Do our spiritual practices. Oh, do your spiritual practices, yes. Meditation. Meditation. Let your actions be guided by your highest self, the divine okay. Let your actions be guided by the highest that you have within you. You think it might also be reminding us to go to God first? That's a tricky one sometimes, right? Something happens and it makes you sad or it upsets you or it flips a trigger and there we go, woo! And then how am I going to solve this? How am I going to fix this? This is saying, stop, breathe, go to God first, go within first, to remember that the answers are always within that mystic heart, within you. But you have to remember to stop, breathe, and take it within. Connect with your deepest wisdom first, because every question has, has an answer already built into it. Yes, Lucinda? Could I just add that it's never too late to do that? It's never too late to do that. <laughs> so maybe you spun out for a half an hour, or you spun out for a week, and then you went, oh, there I go again. Perfect time, whenever it happens, whenever the awareness happens. Good point, never too late. Personal experience. <laughs> so speaking again through Reverend Deborah, Spirit tells us this. To come means that you seek all resolutions from me. The me being your inner wisdom, spirit, God, universe. To come means that you arrive of your own free will. Nobody's going to be twisting your arm to get you there. Without depending, uh-oh, here we go. Without depending on pain and discomfort to needle you along. Sometimes don't we wait until something gets really difficult. To come implies conscious will, choice, and volition. On your part on my part. Mm -hmm. To come means that you are choosing to yield your will, to synchronize your will with my will. So that your will and divine will become one. See, there isn't really this man in the sky with a long beard and the robe, okay? So in reality, there is only one will, and then we make personal use of it. Like we say, there's one mind, there's one life, there's one love, there's one will. But then our human ability to choose can pull us sort of off target when we're not paying attention. 
uh, Christian Larson, a teacher that taught in the time of Ernest Holmes, um, he said that the only appropriate use of human will is to guide us back to divine will. And that's where it stops. That's what it's for. And if we're doing anything else, we're misusing and abusing our will. Ooh. <laughs> Wonder how well that settled with his friends. <laughs> that's, a, that's a high truth. I really, I think it may be true. So to come is to realize and to accept that the burden of having all the answers and solving all the problems is not on your back. To come takes humility as well as courage. Humility and courage. What is humility? <laughs> yeah. Having your ego in check. Okay, surrender, having your ego in check. I was just thinking, you know, admitting to yourself that you don't know all the answers. Okay, admitting. Within just your, your mind. Right. Your, your brain does not right. have every answer to everything right. by itself. Right. Yielding to the higher power and the higher wisdom. Yielding to the higher power and the higher wisdom. So yeah, true humility. Oh, Mark, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was looking down. I'd like to use the word, with, along with the coming, a joining. Mm. And in that joining, I'd like to feel a sense of triumph, not over something, but in the act of being with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a, a sense of triumphant joy at feeling your enmeshment with that, feeling your oneness with that. Beautiful. Thank you. So true humility recognizes that our physical bodies and our physical brains do not have all the answers. True humility says, in the words of Joel Goldsmith, it's knowing that it is the Father within us that does the work. Knowing it, admitting it, allowing it, surrendering to it and that that is always true. It is the highest self that is most closely connected to source. It is source itself that moves through each and every one of us all the time. That's true humility. So what about courage? What's courage? Is courage not being fearful? Facing your fear. Facing your anyway. fear and doing it anyway. I don't believe there's a person that's ever been on the planet that never experiences fear. So to say that you have to have no fear to be courageous, I don't think is accurate or possible. If you have no fear, you wouldn't need courage. You wouldn't need courage. <laughs> I think faith uh, comes back in again mm -hmm. because. Um, Oftentimes, you know, I'm receiving an answer that right. my humanness doesn't want to oh, accept. You too? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we have to be prepared when we ask for guidance that whatever comes that's true guidance to accept it instead of going, no, that's not what I wanted to hear. I've got to go over this way instead. <laughs> that never works out very well. <laughs> so the word courage comes from a Middle English word, courage, which means heart. So it actually comes from heart. So when we come to God, we're in a state of heartfelt surrender. Just giving it up. Letting it be taken from us. That doesn't mean we don't get guided and called to take action at some point, but there has to be this moment of quiet surrender so that we can hear a more true direction to follow. Come unto me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Are we ready right here and right now to rest? Are you ready? I invite you to take a moment to settle into that place of rest as we open to the deep truth that we can always make the choice to rest in God. Because God is not outside of us. God is life itself experiencing what it means to be human. I'm going to go into meditation for a little bit, okay? And then We'll come back. God is in life itself. God is living and moving and having its being by means of each one of us. So this says to us, where I am, where you are, God is. Where I am, God is. Where I stand, God is standing strong. Where I breathe, God is breathing life in and out and through. me where I see God is where joy lives in my
powerful song and if you want to see it it's very powerful to watch she's a beautiful performer one of the most crucial areas to investigate on the path of self-discovery is what it is we really want so much of the time we think we want something we for whatever reason whether society tells us we should want it or someone else has implied we should do. Don't our wants change from day to day though? Do you want the same thing one day that you want the next? Depending on our moods, depending on what the world brings our way. Am I the only one who has changing wants? <laughs> I think that's pretty normal. So I'd like to take a few minutes to look at what we really want. What are the desires of our heart? This is a great privilege, you know. You, you know that, right? To have the time to sit here and consider what are the desires of our hearts. There are people who are bound by a level of suffering, the level of lack that they experience in their daily lives, that this kind of question would never even arise. We don't have to look very far from home 
to find people that are living in the depths of pain and lack and suffering. So all of us sitting here know where our next meal is coming from. Because <laughs> it's next door. <laughs> we know, chances are we know where we're going to be sleeping tonight. And that it'll be warm and dry and comfortable wherever it is. <coughs> so let's take a moment now to just feel a deep sense of gratitude that this is so that we are so blessed. We let this gratitude be one of the ways that we rest in God in this moment and on a daily basis. So with our hearts fully opened by this deep sense of gratitude, we're going to move into a short spiritual practice of deep inquiry. I'll begin by asking a question, a short question, followed by a silence, be about a minute long. And in the silence, you are invited to rest in God listening for what Spirit has to say to you. Then I'll ring the bell and then ask another short question, followed by another minute or so of silence. And then a third question. followed by three bells, which will signal the beginning of Chris's guided meditation. So we'll have one inquiry meditation leading right into another. Please know that within every question is an answer. You have only to let it come, to just rest to let your brain rest. These are not the answers that you would automatically come up with because you already know the answers. This is just letting it percolate. Becoming receptive to the still small voice, even if it's not saying something that you want to hear, especially <laughs> if it's saying something that you don't want to hear. To be willing to hear what your deepest wisdom has always known. So feel free if you're comfortable to close your eyes and allow your body to just melt into the chair. And allow your focus to rest on your breath for just a moment. allowing your breath to find its own pace and its own flow. So here's the first question. What do I really 
want. If I get what I really want, what will that give me? What do I really want? And if I get that, what will that give me? And so what is it that I really want? What is the longing of my heart and soul?
21st century life can be hectic. There's so much to do, work to finish, people to visit, sights to see, vacations to take. If we are not mindful, we may easily be swept away. Outside forces seem to be pulling at us from all sides, beckoning us to go here, do that, but constantly chasing after fulfillment can be exhausting. Sometimes the most empowering spiritual practice we can do is simply to slow down, disengage from the hustle and bustle around us, withdraw our attention from the outer world, and focus on our inner world. The world will function just fine for a while without our participation. Let us take time to enter the innermost sanctum of our heart. The psalmist sang, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And truly my soul finds rest in God. And whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. The prophet Jeremiah said, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. We are ever at the crossroads. We make choices ceaselessly. Thomas Kelly said, in periods of relaxed listening and expectancy, the silence within us seems to merge with a creative silence within the heart of God, and we hear eternity's whispers, and we become miracles of eternity breaking into time. Recall now the questions Reverend Diana posed. What is the deepest yearning of your heart and soul? What is spirit desiring to experience through you? What will your life be like once this desire is fulfilled? Remembering that it was the Divine One who planted that desire within you, let us enter the sacred silence and rest in God. Let us listen within our heart for that still, small voice. Be open to the answers you receive. Allow yourself to be guided into divine fulfillment.
we gently shift our attention back to this time and place, we give thanks for this time of rest in spirit. Grateful for the clarity and inspiration received from that divine spark within us, we allow our inspiration to guide us into a life of greater and greater fulfillment. Thank you, God, for everyone and everything. I invite you to know with me now that Spirit is moving powerfully through each of us and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on our world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world. With open, receptive hearts, we give thanks for Reverend Diana's continued inspiration this morning, knowing that God is always giving us access to their unlimited abundance and aware that the universe gives us all we need and that the rest is up to us. So now together we anchor our knowing in prayer. Our oneness with the divine gives us spiritual authority to speak our word in full faith that our prayer is already being answered. So I am so grateful to know to the core of my being that God is all that is. There is nothing else. By whatever name we call that higher power, it is the essence, the substance, and the process of life unfolding. I am so grateful to know that if God is all that is, then each and every one of us is a perfect and intentional expression of the divine. Each one in, in its own unique form. I am not all of what God is, but God is all that I am. I am not all of what God is, but God is all that I am. I feel so blessed to know that I can rest in God any time that I choose, any time that I remember to make that choice, no matter the circumstance and that each one of us has that choice in every moment. And so I know for each one of us that we remember. We choose peace. We choose love. We choose joy and beauty and freedom. I'm so grateful to know that every question comes complete, fully equipped with an answer, whether or not it is the answer I was expecting 
or hoping for. I accept and surrender to my soul's deepest wisdom. And as each one of us opens our minds and hearts, we're doing our part to create a love-soaked world. Together we envision a world in which we are called to a higher state of awareness and action individually and collectively. A world where every being discovers and lives from their authenticity and their spiritual authority. We envision a world where personal responsibility joins with social conscience in every area of society. A world that is peaceful and joyful and abundant and free for all humans practice loving kindness toward one another and in caring for our planet. We envision a world where all needs are met for all beings, where all have plenty of nourishing food and a warm and comfortable home and any education that they would seek, right livelihood, healthy relationships, creative contribution, and a sense of belonging here in this time, at this place, with these people. We see and envision a world where there is true justice, a world in which every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light, where the peace we cultivate within us shows up in a world free of hatred and free of violence. We feel and know a world without greed, where having enough is the greatest abundance. Where every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all of the blessings that life has to offer and receives those blessings willingly and gratefully. With humanity serving as the vessel through this, through which this, this world is to be born, there is no reason that we cannot have such a world. And so as my mind at times tries to give me reasons, I come back to this prayer. Each of us is the hands and feet, the voice and heart of God. There is no reason. We cannot have such a world. So we know that it's taking form as we speak our powerful word, as we consciously choose to place our faith in the goodness of our source, and we offer this heartfelt vision, the world has already been changed. Right now, in this instant, and for this I give thanks. I'm so grateful for all who are here today in community, for the commitment to spiritual growth and evolution that each one of us brings. I'm grateful for how far we've come 
individually and collectively, for the many ways that we serve our greater community, and for the growth that we're experiencing as a spiritual community. As we grow, so may we serve more and more beings, and in greater and greater capacities. And so, knowing the power of prayer, I release my word here and now to the loving and lawful presence that I call God with complete faith in its immediate action. I let go, I let God, and so it is. see what kind of world do I want to leave to my children's children now is the time to make up my mind yeah what kind of world is this gonna be what kind of world will be my legacy to the generations for all humankind, it's time to decide what kind of world. Will it be peaceful? Well, am I? Will it be joyful and kind? Will it be all those things a child so easily describes? Oh yeah, will everybody have enough? Will we speak in the language of love? Somehow I'm suspecting it's all up to what you and I decide. What kind of world do we want to have? given back to this precious place to every young face tell every boy and girl what kind of world whoa
heart be in that for this precious place for every young face tell every boy and girl what kind of world oh, oh, oh. tell every boy and girl what kind of world Responsibility, huh? <laughs> That's right. But it doesn't have to be a heavy one. We just do what we can every step of the way. That's all. So every week we invite you to join in the celebration of the work that we are doing in the world. And it's getting bigger and bigger even outside of this space. It's just really awesome to watch and to take part in. So we invite you to share of your financial good, should you choose to, to support the growth and thriving of our, of our center. Um, if you're at home, you can go to mysticheart.org and click on the donate button or find our address, our new P.O. box. And so as we prepare for our, our offering of our gifts today, we have an affirmation that we ask that you share in with us. So together we speak this right here and now into form. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love, blessing and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance, and so it is. Amen. So I'm on another Jason Mraz binge, so enjoy. Look for the good, Look for the good in everything. Look for the people who will set your soul free. It always seems impossible until it's done. Look for the good in everyone.
So we celebrate that today, knowing that your good flows to us, through us, as us, as God. Knowing that our time and treasure and talent does good work within our community of mystic heart, but also flowing out into our greater community. Knowing that this law of circulation works 
and it does good work in the world. Knowing that you are blessed and a blessing and that this treasure is a blessing, I simply release knowing it's already so. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. So closing song, Soul's Blessing and Love Be With You. So please stand if you would like. Eighty-four loaves of bread. Oh wow! That were headed for the dumpster at from the hearts this week. Ninety-one loaves last week. Seventy-some the first week. Yeah. And yesterday, I don't know about ten boxes of fresh organic produce from yes. the farmers market to the mission. And I got a phone number of another organization that's interested in getting food from us. So word is now spreading that we have a food ministry. Thank you, all who help. And I will be putting up a sign up the 1st of August so that if you want to get involved in that, you can see dates and actually sign up to help out. You can sign up online as well. You can sign up online already. <laughs> May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day. May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you everywhere. So remember as you head over to fellowship that we love you. Till we
get a beautiful Sunday. We love you. <laughs>